Quiet! On the side! Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, UK terrorist expert gives disturbing information about The Great Reset, part two. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. You better be on your best behavior. Ready, set, go. Yeah. Alrighty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben, and without any further delay, let's give a nice warm welcome to our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Uh, fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. You? I am doing great. Yeah, you said It's you been were. a good day. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I wish I could say mine was a great day, but it's it was a good day. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. I, I've already complained, so I won't complain on air. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> we all have our moments. That's what you could call brutal honesty. Uh, I'm not going to shy away from that, uh, even though uh, I don't like to fall into that. I'm not a complainer by nature. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and it's it's just typically when things should go one way, uh, and it, it appears to be an easy resolution, and. It just mm. evades you, you know, and it's uh, it, yeah. it, it can be a little frustrating. But you know what? Hey, remember, yeah. I got to do that today, and we get to do this now. So, hey, uh, that's, welcome that's all true. of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. We have another great episode uh, with uh, the terror- terrorist expert, Marid Nawaz. Mm. Uh, okay. And it could be. Majid, I can't, you know, sometimes the J is a Y and all of that. But anyway, this guy is awesome. Uh, and, and he's obviously on there with Dell Bigtree. The highwire.com is mm-hmm. where we get uh, this information from. And this is a, obviously, uh, part two. Well worth the second part. And we were just entering into some really disturbing quotes from a known communist who is getting ready to hold a position in the WHO, which we covered. And uh, we uh, just thought there would be a great, I mean, because this is so, sit you back in your chair, stunning of what she says, Mm -hmm. we figured it would be a great place to start this part two episode. So that's sort of where we're going to pick up. And um, I don't, I don't know that we need to do any more introductions. Uh, all right. It's, it's sounds it, good. It's it's pretty you know it's pretty self uh, explanatory. So the first voice you're going to hear will be either uh, <laughs> uh, Marjid Nawaz or Del Bigtree. Okay. Uh, as they are introducing or getting ready to play a clip from this individual, and 
I am trying to think of her name. I can't believe because we we said it so many yeah, times. Just, but I will just have it just that. I will have it just before <laughs> she speaks, and I might shout it in and interrupt. But uh, we did just go over that though. Yeah, oh, and, and and the last episode we we kept. Yeah, I I, I think I've got part of it, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to butcher it. So anyway, okay, we all set over there at the uh, control panel. Absolutely. All right, ready, set. And we're not going to say reset. We're going to say ready, set, mm. go. We've had so much hope on the vaccines, hopefully changing everything, bringing an end to the pandemic, bringing an end to this, these changes we've had in our lives. Do you think it won't be enough? Vaccines are a really important part of the pandemic control, but it's only one part. Test, trace and isolate system, border controls. Are- a little pause as we buffer. Uh, Fair enough. And that first voice was not the communist person. That's the second voice you heard. That's exactly right. And uh, Susan Mitchie is her name. That's the communist that you're hearing. Yes, the known communist is Susan Mitchie. And forgive us, folks, as we uh, are struggling with this. (laughs) Really essential. And the third thing is people's behavior. Um, That is the behavior of social distancing, of when you're indoors, making sure there's good ventilation or if it's not wearing face masks and hand and surface hygiene. We'll need to keep these going in the long term. And that will be good not only for COVID, but also to reduce other... So when you say long term, sorry to interrupt Professor McKee, when you say long term, what do you mean by that? How long? Very quickly. Um, I think forever. Whoa. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. There you are. Now, now, that's why it's relevant that she's been a member of the Communist Party for over 40 years, because clearly, at, at least people, if they don't know much about Susan Mitchie, who's now, let's remember, just been appointed in the World Health Organization as chair of their behavioral scientist group, right? That's it, the title right there, Technical Advisory Group on Behavioral Insights. Now, why it matters is this woman believes that she needs to, these mandates need to remain forever. Uh, And and of course, communists believe in the state and the power of the state. They believe in uh, a state heavy way of organizing society. The the other thing I'll say, Del, is that the person that was chair of this committee in the World Health Organization before her was an American. He was Obama's information czar, Sunstein, uh, S-U-N-S-T-E-I-N, that's him there. Cass Sunstein, Obama's information czar. but the interesting thing is what these people believe in. They say with their own words, they tell us what they believe in. So he's written a paper in which he spoke about the need to challenge conspiracy theorists and the government needs to do so. This is the paper. And in this paper, there's a very interesting word that he uses. Uh, one of the recommendations he makes right there at the bottom of the page you're looking at now is cognitive infiltration of the groups that produce conspiracy theories. Now, I believed. Wow. Hmm. Let's... I. Interesting. Uh, our friend Mr. Nawaz is is a sort of a fast talker, which is fine. Yeah. But I I don't think you can speed past this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read two things off of this paper that he's speaking of, and the first one says government might itself engage in counter speech, marshaling arguments to discredit conspiracy theories. Government might formally hire credible private parties to engage in counter speech. Then I'll repeat 
part of the what he 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 gave you part of this I'll give it to you in the entirety it says however our main policy idea is that government should engage in cognitive infiltration of the groups that produce conspiracy theories which involves a mix of 3 4 and 5 and that's just referring to 3 4 and 5 of the 3 4 and 5 uh, bullet points prior to this Okay. Which is marshalling arguments, discrediting conspiracy theories. And I'm sure you've got to be thinking, well, who's going to determine that? And what is a conspiracy theory? And the government, this word Mm. cognitive infiltration. Mm -hmm. So let's, what is typically cognitive? Thinking. Thinking. Yeah. Mind. Mm -hmm. In your mind, you know, so you, you know, you, you cognitive therapy that is is a very is right. is actually a, a, a say popular but a very effective therapy in in different things you know of course you know one of the things that I can think of uh, right off the top of my head is is Alcoholics Anonymous cognitive therapy works very well uh, okay. I think some that struggle with anxiety and and depression and things like that they right. meet and have you know go through so it's 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 interacting. Mm-hmm. But the word cognitive infiltration of groups that produce conspiracy theories. So yeah. the government should infiltrate groups that have a different idea than them is what it looks like to me. Basically. I mean, in the modern, this, in the modern term, it would be, uh, I mean, usually in the modern term, people that are, quote, labeled conspiracy theorists are anybody that goes against what they say yes yes so and of course yeah. we have been called conspiracy theory theorists yeah. uh and of course i will give you your first quiz of the day oh how do i respond to oh. being called a conspiracy theorist Ooh, i know this one okay um, <laughs> yay yay i thought it was going to be a different question um you're not a conspiracy theorist you and I, we are conspiracy realists. Bing, 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 bing. All right. Very good. Thank you. Very thank good. You. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm we glad are con- I knew that one. We are conspiracy realists. Realist. That's right. Yes. And this is this is stunning right here. We need to, I mean, folks, and, and that's where they're going here uh, with uh, Mr. Nawaz and Dell, and he's saying that th- this stuff has been put right out in front of you. And Cass Sunstein wrote this these governmental responses and believes in them, and he is going to be questioned by a couple of individuals, uh, at least one journalist, okay, and one in in a public uh, 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 presentation, sort of a town hall, if you will, right. Uh, and it's interesting how they try to deny. These things, and I'll go back to what what Dell said uh, a couple of episodes ago that we used. You know, you really see this. You know, th- these uh, these word salads. Yeah, you know exactly. They, they 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 mix up their words back and forth from from what they have said in the past, and 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 it really becomes so confusing if you don't have the ability to go back and either read like like we just did here, or uh-huh. to play a video. Right. So. Uh, to catch them at their, you know, at their craft, if you will, mm-hmm. 
many people will hear these things and go, eh, it's nothing to see here. Right. But if you don't remember anything else from this episode, remember the government wants to infiltrate your your cognitive ideas or and groups that produce, in their words, conspiracy theories. Right. Wow. Mm. Let's continue. This is an incredibly sinister term. You can see in the recommendations <laughs> one and two, he talks about banning conspiracy theories and the government taxing, taxing or other financial otherwise imposing some kind of punitive measure on those who disseminate such theories. So already they've got the banning really quick, and the taxing. Before we, let, me, let me read it. Let me read it for people because it yeah. was really quick. Let's read through just a couple sure. of these points really yeah. quickly. So here's what yeah. he wrote. Government might itself engage in counter speech, marshalling arguments to discredit conspiracy theories. Government might formally hire credible private parties to engage in counter speech. Government might engage in informal communication with such parties, encouraging them to help. Each instrument has a distinctive set of potential effects or costs and benefits. And there at the bottom, our main policy idea is that government should engage in cognitive infiltration of the groups that produce conspiracy theories, which involves a mix of three, four, and five. Uh, let's read the top. What can government do about conspiracy theories? Among the things it can do, what should it do? We can readily imagine a series of possible responses. Government might ban conspiracy theorizing. Government might impose some kind of tax, financial or otherwise, on those who disseminate such theories. I mean, okay, <laughs> just think about that. How about that one, Ben? Well, they they might ban conspiracy theorizing. Now, mm. now, just think about that. How are they going to do that? Mm. How are they going to ban conspiracy theorizing? Do, do you have a visual by, of how that might happen? By um, uh, what is it? Brainwashing you? Okay, but what if you say no? Oh well. Um, what if you say you are not entering into my place, or what? Are, who are you to to ban what I am theorizing? And who's to say it's a conspiracy? What I'm it's it's a theory. Uh huh. What? Are, how are you going to ban this? Well, my question yeah, yeah, to yeah. the the authorities. Well, I mean. Well, how might they shut you up? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen some of it. Yeah, okay, right. you'll jail, be you'll be shadow banned. You'll be canceled. You, you, you mm -hmm. might even we'll, we'll put you in jail. Yep. We will destroy your character. We'll make you look like a a, a Looney uh -huh. Tune. Right. You know all of these things. We'll do yeah. it. Basically, let's just be real. They will do whatever it takes. Right. But, but to silence you. But hold on. The parents. I'm holding on. But hold on. The parents of today, according to them, are the domestic terrorists. Yeah, but they're willing to do all of that just if you have a different opinion than they. Sure. I mean, then then I have one other thing to say. Uh, how does that work with the First Amendment? Yeah, you have the freedom of speech. Yes. And if I've got a theory about something, I'm free to voice it. Absolutely. It may be wrong. It may be not. Sure. But if it's my theory and I'm working to discover the truth about it, yeah. you know. Then, now, here's the other question. Now, if I've got proof that my theory is <laughs> more true than theory, right, is it a conspiracy theory at that point or the government trying to do a cover-up? Right. Well, because recently we've come to realize that most of the time if you're a conspiracy theorist, it 
mm, it's more or less the government trying to cover up because they're labeling you as that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, anyway, if, if, my thoughts. If, if you have the privilege of making up all the rules. Well, there you go. Then whatever they deem is a conspiracy. Right, yeah. Passes as a, as a conspiracy. And uh-huh. then they get to sort of like the, the Emergency Use Act. They get to do whatever the heck they want to do without right. any impunity. So, yeah. so my question is, if they can get an Emergency Use Act, where is the uh, Citizens Emergency Use Act? I thought that that was more or less the uh, Constitution. <laughs> well, if, if you see what I was getting I'm, at, yeah. Like, and I'm, at some point, that you know, we should have a similar like. Okay, any yeah, we, we it's an emergency here, guys. Uh, I'm sorry, you can't. The government can no longer do this. I'm sorry, well, we're taking yeah. that back. And the bottom line but, is, you know, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The, I, I like that <laughs> bringing in the Constitution because it shouldn't really be a an emergency use you act know, to use right. that. And no pun intended here. It should be our trump card. Well, yeah. you know. So, yeah. uh, plain and simple, that should that should rule the day. So, Absolutely. And as yeah. we said the other day, we are sort of seeing that mm. document going yep. probably in about number three rapid right now. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So paddle fast. Oh yeah. That's, okay. Here we go. So. Yeah, I mean, like just total control. This it's certainly not the, based on the Constitution and the, the dream of, of America. Which also, again, is under attack because people are now going for the Second Amendment. But the term, uh, the term their cognitive, uh, the, the, what they use their cognitive infiltration is what I would like just a, a moment uh, to dwell on because I think it's an, an incredibly sinister term. Now, it's not just talking mm. about planting government assets within opposition groups who they're calling conspiracy theorists. That would be bad enough. It's also not just talking about false flags. It's also not just talking about spying on them. Now, cognitive infiltration, I believe, takes it a step further. What I believe this is referencing is weaponizing our thoughts against us and our fellow uh, people in society, Ah. fellow citizens. How would you weaponize human beings against other human beings? Through Divide and conquer. Let's talk you through this. So you remember that phrase, you know, uh, abide by the COVID mandate so that you don't kill grandma. We had that here in the UK. I don't know if in the US it was as popular, but yeah. they told us that if we break those mandates that Susan Mitchie was referring to, we'd be guilty of killing our grandparents. Now, if you can use the media, corporatist media, to spread propaganda, because that's the right word for it, mm-hmm. that convinces the populace that by breaking these mandates, they're going to kill their loved ones. What you succeed in doing is turning them into weapons of enforcement. They will willingly, without waiting for a policeman to help them do so, snitch on their neighbors. They will willingly use physical force if they need to, to Mm. stop you killing your grandma, their grandma. So cognitive infiltration means getting inside your head, under your skin, and weaponizing you to Mm -hmm. act as an agent of the state against your neighbors and against everybody else that you're your friends and family. And yep. that's where you begin seeing that during this COVID period, our friends, family, loved ones, people we thought were friends began turning against us if we weren't uh, singing from the same hymn sheet. So I believe they've achieved to some right. extent that cognitive infiltration, the yep. weaponization of human beings. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Susan Mitchie, who's now gonna succeed Sunstein in that position mm. as a member of the Communist Party for over 40 years, is very well versed in how to use 
uh, our ideology uh, to subvert our social contract and the values that make up the core of our society. And I believe that uh, they know exactly what they're doing here. Yes, I believe so, too. Uh-huh. And it, that's already happening. You know, and the sad thing is with this, you know, squeal, you know, we're talking with, you know, little squealers or, or turning in your neighbors or what it is, is the infiltration of uh-huh. your thinking. Exactly. And sadly enough, I think in all honesty, and we've talked about this before, that that some people actually believe there is a danger of death. They believe that if we don't do this, we really will kill our grandparents. And I think some just like the idea of being, I don't know, informants well, or, or, or having a little bit of, of, of authority, if you will. But yeah, the idea I, is to promote fear and plant it in people's minds well, and to have them 100% believe it. And I, I do think that's real. Well, yes, some of that uh, to an extent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, too, I mean, it starts with the fear factor of, oh, well, this is a very deadly disease or whatever, uh, you know. Um, but then the flip side of that is the feel-good factor. You know, the emotional, like, you're saving grandma. Yes. Right? Right. It's the emotional, protect grandma. Right. It's that protection, the emotion. Mm-hmm. After we've said, oh, it's very deadly. Do this to protect grandma. Oh, right. well, we want to protect grandma. Right. Right. So, yeah, some people just fall in line with that. My, my biggest problem with it is, and I, I don't know if you were going to get here, is that how many people just accepted that without doing any due diligence whatsoever to find out if yes. what they're being told by the media, by the news, by anybody is actually true? You're just assuming that everything you see, everything you hear is truth, in which case... I've got some high dry land in Southwest Florida. I'd like to sell you. It's uh, very cheap. Um, yeah. uh, it's only half a million dollars per nest. Nah. If you get the joke, it, um, yeah, yeah. And so I would like anybody out there that wants to buy some nice high dry Southwest Florida land. Um, I'm yeah. willing to sell it to you. There you go. Yeah. Well, that was that was a perfect Jeopardy moment because you mm. gave the answer. Oh. Yes, you know, what's the question? Before the que- <laughs> you know, good. It was the answer is. <laughs> so yeah. The, uh, yeah, so okay. the que- the question is how is it that these people believe this so readily? How is it that they actually be- and you just gave the answer because they didn't do their due diligence and look deep enough to verify some of these statements or accusations or so-called facts. Right. So uh, that would be the question. How how does so many? And you yeah. know we can you know, but but you you pretty much nailed it. And without calling individuals lazy, they just aren't. I and mean, let's face it, that's why we call it tumbling rocks. Yeah, it's and, the truth, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, is very difficult to find these days. Yeah, and unless you're really willing to get yourself, I mean, to make sure make yourself uncomfortable or to take the time to do it, mm-hmm. uh, then you are going to turn over small little pebbles and you're going to believe all of this stuff. And you know, right in front of our very eyes, they're, they're speaking of full-fledged communists that want to rule 
just like they wanted to rule many, many years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, now we're going to step into a little bit of uh, the Cass Sunstein, Obama appointee. Uh, I believe that's coming uh, right up here. But, boy, I – I could listen to uh, Majid Nawaz uh, for uh, for hours, I think, because he has got good stuff, and yeah. all of this stuff he can back up with with facts and and history and right, know, right, and pointing out what we're doing now. These are real individuals. So anyway, mm-hmm. don't want to keep belaboring this, uh, you know, this point. But uh, let's let's cruise on here. You sent over just like we got to see the news really challenging, uh, Susan. We've got uh, Sunstein being challenged by a videographer. You sent that over. Let's just see how he responds when he has to confront the statements he's made about this infiltration, uh, discussing, you know, conspiracy theorists. Um, really interesting. He certainly doesn't seem to be celebrating it. Take a look. I know you wrote many articles, but I think the most telling one about you is the 2008 one called Conspiracy Theories, where you openly advocated government agents infiltrate activist groups of not love truth and also stifle dissent online. I was wondering, why do you think it's the government's job or why do you think the government should uh, go after family members who have questions about 9-11, responders who are lied to about the air, survivors whose testimony commits, and also government whistleblowers that were gagged because they released information that contradicts the official story. Why do you think the government should do that? I think, as as Ricky said, I've written hundreds of articles, and I remember some and not others. That one I don't remember very well. I I, I hope I didn't say that. Um, But whatever was said in that article, my role in government is um, to oversee federal rulemaking in a way that is uh, uh, wholly disconnected from the vast majority of my academic writing, including that one. So I know that I'm just asking because you may be the next Supreme Court Justice. <laughs> <laughs> and you did write those things, and that's why I want to bring them up to you. So I, I, all I can say is that there are a lot of things that I've written. I've written, I guess, and there are even more things I've said to have written. And, uh, uh, I may agree with some of the things I've written, but I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> focus on the, the, what my boss wants me to do. Well, boy, did, did, you talk about um, a word salad. I mean, did I get uh, I plead the fifth from well, yes. the would be judge? Yeah, and and, and think uh, that's oh that's what we don't want to we don't want to forget here is is wow. this guy could be a su- Supreme Court justice. And he's and yeah. he's saying, well, I wrote a lot of things. I I, I can't remember. And I don't wait remember a minute. That. And something... I might agree with some things I wrote, but yeah. yeah. And then keep in mind, well, I I just kind of do what they ask me to do. That's I'm I'm paraphrasing yeah. there, but that's that's really what he said. And I mean, some of us have written things yeah. maybe in the past that now we don't agree with, or something like that. I get that. Boy. Yeah, yeah. But if if you knew that you didn't agree with it, you might remember what it was you wrote that you didn't agree with. Absolutely. Just, I mean, yeah. He he told he he told you what you. wrote wrote yeah do you, you had an opportunity you had an opportunity to say right then he didn't say i didn't write that he didn't say that i i wrote it and i agree with it or i disagree with it he said well i'm not sure i'm not this but he, but he also I, said I well i've been accused of writing certain things and i have written certain things and yeah, then this it's right. like well did you write it are you being accused of writing it? exactly which one is that and then do you agree with it or do you uh, i mean right like, yeah <laughs> and, and i and i like wow. this this group is called we are change and you could you could go to them <laughs> we are wow. as far as this this questioner 
here. Oh, now, now he catches him. That was a him. good question. Yeah, and now he catches him in the hallway. He's not done with him. So mm. he, we got we got right. we got a little bit more. Here we go. Oh boy. Here we go. I want to know: Is it safe to say that you retract saying that conspiracy theory should be banned or taxed for having an opinion online? Is it safe I to say that? Remember that? that or, I don't remember the article very well. Yeah. So. Right. So they're they're showing the article with his name right right up here. So oh my, uh, and, wow. And and I I'll, I'll read a couple of these lines. Here. It says government might ban conspiracy theorizing. Government might impose some kind of tax, financial or otherwise. So I mean we we sort of went through that. Right. Yeah. So so he's got them right here. So they just threw that up, which is kind of cool. Uh, we'll oh. we'll we'll get we'll get back to the point. oh. Real quick, I just want to tell our listeners, the yeah. kid that you heard in the background, maybe if you heard it, and some of the knocking and bumping, that's not in our studio. <laughs> no, guys. no, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 in, wh- that's in their studio somewhere. That's on location where they are. So. Right, yeah. I think it's actually, it looks like a courthouse, so here we go. Uh, I hope I didn't say either of those things. Wait, it, you did, and, I, and it's written. Do you retract them? I'm focused on my job. So you're not retracting that. Do you I, still I, believe I, that? No, this guy, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he could. Be, he says, "I hope I didn't write." Well, <laughs> well, and and he's not. And so the you know great. Well, so the, then you want to retract it? Well, uh, I, I, well I just I don't know. know. I, well, I'm concentrating I, on my job. Yeah, now. I'm just thinking about my job. And I plead trying, the fifth, and I'm trying my best to get away from you. Yeah. You know, that's really what he's trying to say. All right, here we go. Do you, do you still believe that there's no, people shouldn't have freedom of speech? Hey, thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, actually, so, I'm so, happy to talk about so, this, so, by the way. I can, I can go on the record. He's the, man, he's the man who wrote about it. So, so, Cass, do you still believe in the Joseph please, Goebbels please don't, approach? Please don't. Please don't. I'm asking a question. I, I know, I know. But you're I'm asking a question. Just, you know. You know that's, All right, that's, that's his uh, so-called... Uh, I guess personal bodyguard that's that you're hearing now has has kind of moved in between the questioner and Cass Sunstein. Oh, naturally, Try, naturally yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, you know he's he's Please. he's pretty much going. You need to move on here. It's the job of a journalist to ask questions. Give my books, sir. Okay, right, go right, get yeah. your books. Wow. I mean, here you have two circumstances where both these people won't speak to their past or things that they've proudly said in public and stand by. I don't even understand that. I can't. I mean, I don't think you could, I mean, you can ask me anything of things I've said, even if it was a mistake, I'll tell you, well, here's why it was a mistake. I've started through to like, I don't remember it. I don't stand by it. I certainly don't think I said anything like that. Yet it's a, <laughs> like, it's a document. By the way, it's not just any document. It was one that was reported on over and over again. He was dragged through the mud on this when he wrote it to begin with. Right. So it's not like one of these things like I wrote it was forgotten. He was like bludgeoned with this thing. So clearly he knows he wrote it. <laughs> no kidding. Well, listen, Dell. Again, I think what's going on here is that they know exactly what they're doing, and uh, what they need to achieve is a specific objective for why they're in their position. They're focused like soldiers, and they're making sure they don't get derailed. So, if you look at both of those conversations, Susan Mitchie and Sunstein, they stay on point in the conversation, a bit like we do when we speak. Yeah. Um, those of us who are trained in media understand how not to get distracted. We understand. Uh, what kind of question will throw us off the point we're seeking to make in any given conversation that requires a certain level of training now what these people are doing is that they're, they're, they're trained to achieve the aims uh, for why they were put in government so what matters is what are those aims and clearly mm. we can see in both uh, sunstein and susan mitchie's case that they are uh, seeking to increase government state power 
to impose on people against their will, whatever mandates the state requires, whether it's to censor, because in Sunstein's case, he was an information czar, or the COVID mandates in Susan Mitchie's case has now taken Sunstein's position, let's remember. Now, what that leads to, of course, is a huge gap of trust between the people and the state. Uh, the more stringent these mandates become, the more upset people get. And I believe mm -hmm. they also understand that. They know that this is going to break apart the social fabric. That's precisely what they want. Because let's not forget, you cannot, you cannot, build something new, build back better, unless you first destroy. And that's what the Great Reset part of this is. They want to destroy our trust in institutions. And of course, they control those institutions and they are able to therefore destroy our trust in them because they are implementing policies that are absolutely bonkers. So they will destroy our trust in these institutions. That will lead to a huge gap of trust between the people and the state. Mm -hmm. The people will reject the state eventually. There'll be food shortages, gas and energy shortages. That leads to uh, riots, it leads to crime, it leads to a breakdown of society. They're attacking everything sacred, as we've just discussed. Uh, mm. And what they're hoping to achieve is the, uh, uh, through the tearing apart of the fabric of our society, is the uh, total collapse of our financial system. And they're hoping they can replace that with their new world order. Now, President Biden, by the way, has already given a speech in which he's declared that it's, a new, it's time for a new world order. And he found it somehow relevant within that speech to say that the last time there was an attempt for a world order, and he was referencing World War II, he said 60 million people needed to die. And he put that in there in the speech, talking about today, this day and age, saying we're entering a new world order. This is no conspiracy theory when they tell us every single time precisely what they're seeking to achieve. It's the Great Reset, then it's Build Back Better, and it's a new world order. And that means one world technocratic government. And there you have it, ladies and mm. gentlemen. It's right in front of our very eyes. And don't think that this, this upheaval in society is not what they want. They're not going to go, oh, my goodness, what's happening to society? What's happening to our culture? What, what's happening in our neighborhoods and cities and whatnot? Right. They know very well because that's what they want to happen. They mm -hmm. want shortages of, of food and gasoline and fuel and, and that sort of thing. You know, they they want two sides that are mm -hmm. fighting. They want people upset with the government so that they can speak out and, and maybe even get worked up enough to, well, let's say, take law into their own hands. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they're right. really testing, testing and taxing the human mind and the human will you know, because you you can't keep doing things like this and expect everyone to sit in a chair with their hands folded. But there's many that are willing to do that. Yeah. Sadly, mm -hmm. so it, it, it's almost like the government is. This is maybe a poor analogy, but it it's almost like the government's being a little kid pushing pushing the parents, the people. Uh, to try and see how far they can go before they're going to, you know, just to, to see if they get smacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's one yeah. way of looking at it, I guess. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, this, the whole thing, when you look at it and you sort of peel back the layers, mm -hmm. it's very diabolical. Oh, yeah. And it's very calculated. And, you know, the the outcome is not going to be a surprise to these people. And, and, of course, as we look at it, 
we can sort of see what the outcome is. But I, I don't even know that, Ben, if you and I really know the the weight or the level that they're willing to go. Mm. Um, and, That's and, a disturbing and th- thought. That part is disturbing. Yeah. You know, when you've got experts here, and, and especially an expert in terrorist, uh, terrorism, that right. identifies this as, hey, this is what these guys want. And he, and he named it, you know. The Great Reset, uh-huh. One World Order, mm-hmm. Build Back Better. Yeah, all you know that, that's all. When you hear these things, and, and I think that there, it, there's more tentacles uh, involved in this, uh, right. and, and hopefully we can get a little bit further into because there are some heavy hitters mm. and some heavyweights that we haven't even brought up yet. So okay, Sounds uh, good. but a lot going on in the world today and uh listeners we just ask you to hang in there with us stay tough continue to pray to god that he give you the wisdom and the f- mental and the physical strength to get through what we're going through and just kind of hang in there with us because we're all on this ride together believe it or not so yeah uh with that being said i think it's uh about time to to close this one up for the day all right all right ben let's have a word of prayer your father in heaven Lord, once again, we thank you for this opportunity and this platform. We thank you that we have the ability to reach all across the the globe uh, with your truth, with the truth that is out there. And we ask for special prayers for all of those that are listening, special prayers for those in the studios around the world, such as the High Wire, Epoch Times, many, we can't, we can't. Those two specifically, but there are many other individuals out there that are standing for your truth, standing for what is right, and we pray for protection on those individuals, their families, and we just ask that you give us the mental and physical strength that we need. We pray for the eyes of Christ and help us to to be able to carry the a message of hope through all of this as we prepare for what is yet to come and as we prepare for your soon coming forgive us father for falling short of your glory help us to be more like you and as we part ways as always we ask may every intent of our thought be pure And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless you.